Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Everybody good? Come on in. Well, did all of your Christmas dreams come true? I've been asking everyone. I need a response. And then, good, thank you. Yeah, this isn't just meaningless banter. This is important. <laughs> I need to know. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think so. It was, it's been good. I mean, aside from like the vomiting, <laughs> you know, we we had a bit of a we had um who's that guy who makes the the really weird cartoons? Um, we had a Christmas nightmare, a bit, a bit of a Christmas nightmare along with Christmas dreams because we had we had projectile vomiting and high fevers, and but eventually we worked it out and it went from nightmare to fun. So yeah. Good deal. Everybody good? What up, Travis? Welcome. Come on in. Everyone point at Travis. There you go. Um, If you can't tell, I have no idea what we're going to do this morning. You think I'm joking. Yeah, we're going to do some stuff this morning, uh, which is which is probably going to include some things we don't normally do. Um, I can't remember the Lord telling me to do this ever. Um, But three times this week when I went to prepare, the Lord told me, stop, don't prepare. So I didn't. And we're all here. But the good news is, is I do think He has some things He wants us to do this morning. So here's what's going to happen this morning. We're going to do things rather than just sit and listen to things. Is that all right? Yes. So here's, this, is, this is how this morning will work. Uh, if you want to participate, it'll be a lot of fun. If you don't want to participate, it's going to be like, it's going to be bad. <laughs> so here's what I need. I need participation. It'll be good for you. Furthermore, um, not just participation, but we, we, need, we need this to be an atmosphere where everybody can be honest. Can we be honest for like 30 minutes? Here's the thing. You, it's actually possible to live your entire life and never be honest about anything. So what we're going to hope to do this morning, at least, is have 30 to 45 minutes where everybody in the room is honest and everyone participates rather than just looks at me. So if we can do that, I think this will be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, here, here's what we're going to do this morning. I feel like the Lord wants to do five or six things. I feel like He wants to heal the sick. I feel like he wants to encourage the disappointed. I feel like we're supposed to have a little bit of time where we proclaim some stuff, like all of us. Um, And then I also feel like uh, that we're supposed to open some doors and shut some windows. Okay, so we're going to do some of that this morning, if that makes sense. Some of this will make no sense to some of you who are new, uh, and that's okay. Just It's kind of like a river. You just jump in, it'll just take you. All right? Um, but before we get to that, I do want to set this up for, uh, for everybody in the room because I know that some of us have probably never maybe experienced what we're going to do here for a little bit. So I want to set it up just a, a little bit so that we have a little context. Um, I, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but uh, the, word of, the Word of God includes the Bible, like this text. This is the Word of God, but this is not all of the Word of God. Does everybody in the room know that? It may come new, 
depending on the tradition you grew up in, that may come as news to you. This book contains the Word of God, but not all of it. Here's what I mean by that. Um, The Word of God is not simply black and white words on a page. It's a person. That's what John chapter 1 tells us, that the Word became flesh. It's talking about Jesus. So Jesus is the Word of God. Uh, Jesus was the Word of God when, when we read these like stories in the Gospels. Jesus was the Word of God when he was teaching, but Jesus was also the Word of God when nothing was coming out of his mouth. This is a really important revelation for us, because if you miss this, man, your life in God will be so stunted. Um, a lot of people get uh, red-letter Bibles, and they think that the Word of God uh, is the stuff that's written in red. Uh, wrong. Uh, all of it is, and then a lot more that isn't even written in here is the Word of God, because, because it's a person, not black and white print, not even the red print. It's more than that. Uh, so, for instance, when Jesus was um, asleep on the boat and the disciples thought they were going to get destroyed by a storm, that was the Word of God. And wh- what is the Word of God? The Word of God is that you can sleep in storms in the kingdom of heaven. That's what, like, without even saying a thing, Jesus was, the message was coming out, um, this week I read a really cool story in the Gospels. And it's the Word of God. I, w- I want to read it to you. If I can find it. Let me see here. It's in Luke. It's in Luke chapter 13. You don't have to turn there. I just want to read it to you. Because it makes this point brilliantly. It's in Luke chapter 13. It's in verse 10. This is, this is part of Jesus' ministry. It says this. Now, as he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself, meaning she had a back problem, probably had a hump on her back. Maybe you've seen one of those people at Walmart. (laughs) Anyway, she came to church. And when Jesus saw her, (laughs) It's going to be a good Sunday. (laughs) And when Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. And when he laid his hands on her, she immediately was made straight and she glorified God. I love that because... One of the things that we need to see there is that was the word of God and there was no sermon. Not every sermon is a sermon. When Jesus walks into the room and sets somebody straight after they've been humped over for 18 years, that's all the sermon you need. And by the way, it was a sermon for her and everyone in the room. Okay? So the word of God is a person. Not only that, but I want to read you some more. The Lord gave me a couple of scriptures. In... 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 26. This is, a, this is coming out of a long section. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14 is where Paul is talking about that, um, that gifts of the Spirit are awesome, that you should actually want them. I know you've probably heard in some places that you, you, know, you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't want gifts of the Spirit. You should just love God and you know, whatever He wants to do with it. No, you're actually supposed to want gifts of the Spirit. It's one of the, it's one of the ways you want God. Want His gifts, you want Him. Anyway, this is a long section where Paul is saying that you should want gifts of the Spirit, and especially when everybody gets together, you should want the gift of prophecy. Uh, Tongues is good, but you should really want the gift of prophecy when everyone gets together. But then he says this in verse 26. He says, What then, brothers, 
when you come together, each one of you has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for the building up of the church. What a great word. Basically what Paul is saying is the church can't be strong unless everyone brings what they have to give. That's what he's really saying. Um, the most accurate definition of church that I know of any place in the whole New Testament is probably 1 Corinthians fourteen twenty six. Church is when everybody comes to give. Here's the trouble. We've made church where we've made church a place where three people, maybe four people come to give and everyone else sets to get. And it's one of the reasons that the church is so impotent. It's a real it's a really big problem. Uh, the truth is this morning is that every single person in here has something to give. You may not feel like it, but you actually do. And it's not church until we've created a, a moment and an environment and an atmosphere where everybody can give something away. Uh, when the church gets together, it has every single thing that it needs. And the reason the church has every single thing that it needs when it gets together isn't because there's one or two superheroes in the room. No, that's not it at all. It's because Jesus is in the room by the Spirit in you. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 says, Let the word of Christ richly dwell in you. This word of God thing that we've been talking about just for a second, it's more than just the pages in this book. It's a person. Let the word, and Paul says in Colossians three sixteen, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. He dwells in you. What's the point? The point is the word of God is here. Whether anyone says anything or not, the word of God is here. Like right now. Like when we were out there drinking coffee, the word of God was here. Because you came. Now, whether or not anyone's going to hear the word of God, that's another thing at all. But it's here. It's here. Uh, There are two reasons that keep us from living out this reality that when the church gathers, it has everything it needs. Um, The first reason that we we fail to live this reality out is that we, we just flat out fail to disciple people in knowing how to do the things that Jesus does. We just, like, in general, the church has massively failed at teaching disciples to be like Jesus in character and in deed. Um, Jesus took fishermen, uneducated fishermen, and they followed him around, and they did every single thing that he did. Every single thing that he did. Um, in, in, in one way of speaking, Jesus is extre- incredibly exceptional, and in another way of speaking, he's completely ordinary. He's the most human human who was ever human. Because other humans did exactly what he did, up to and including being crucified. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> I had to interject that. It is part of the story. So we just fell to, we fell to just disciple people. Um, I do think here at the vineyard we do, uh, we're, we're trying. We don't do a great job of it, but we're trying. Uh, we, we've trained people as much as we know, and we're asking God to show us how to make disciples even more. Um, and actual disciples. But the second thing that gets in the way of us being able to live out this reality that when the church comes together, it has everything it needs, the second thing that comes in the way is actually just the liturgical structure that we have. Now, how many of you understand that that, uh, every church, everybody in the world that gets together has a liturgy? Everybody has a liturgy. Like, whether that's a high church, like, you know like Anglicans with the robes and, and, and Catholics with the incense and like 
everybody kind of knows that's liturgical, or either all the way down to, you know, the wildest Pentecostal church in the mountains somewhere that you've ever been to. But everybody's got a liturgy. The point is, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with liturgy because it actually creates a container. It's, like it's kind of like a skeleton, you know, and we can hang the muscles of the Spirit off of it in, in, a, in a particular way. The only problem is, though, to the degree that our liturgies uh, reveal and shine light, they also cast shadows, okay? Um, our liturgy here at the vineyard, it, it's full of light, and uh, that light also casts shadows, all right? And this isn't just uh, something that happens with us. This is happening all over the world. Uh, so our liturgy at the vineyard here, it allows us to worship. It allows everybody to get in the room, and it allows us to have a chance. Now, you may not do it, I may not do it, but it at least provides a space where everybody in the room can turn their mind, their heart, and their body to Jesus and say, Jesus, you are the most wonderful person in the world. That's what Our liturgy allows us to do that. Our liturgy allows us to be together in the room and hear the word of God. Our liturgy allows us to respond to the word of God. You may not respond, but you have a chance. One thing our liturgy doesn't do a great job of, um, mostly because of our numbers, which are getting bigger all the time, is it doesn't do a great job of allowing you guys to be the body and the word of Christ to other people in the room. And so we're going to do that. Is that all right? Yeah. All right, here's what I need. This is the part where I need you to be honest. We're going to be honest, actually honest, for a few minutes. Um, is there anybody in the room who's sick? And I, you, may have, you may have a fever. You may, have, uh, you may be sick in some other way. You may have, like, arthritis that isn't going away. You may have a diagnosis from the doctor that isn't going away unless Jesus intervenes. Uh, I'm talking about everything from low-level to high-level sickness. Is anybody in the room? If that's you, just stand up. This is where we're honest for a minute. Great. Not great that you're sick, but great that you're honest. Always have to point that out. <clears throat> okay, here's what we're going to do. You guys are the ministry team. Come on. Maybe you've never prayed for anybody in your life. Uh, just gather around these people who are standing up right now. We're going to pray for them. This is the part where we all participate. And you might be thinking, I've never prayed for anyone. That's great. Just get around them. Lay your hands on them, like a shoulder or something appropriate. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to find out what's wrong with them. And this doesn't take long. Hey, Nate, will you come here? Right here. Right there. In here. Find out what's wrong Somebody come over here with Jim. Find out what's wrong. This doesn't take long. Okay, when you find out what's wrong, go ahead and start praying. Pray with passion.
especially those of you who have never prayed for a sick person, pray for them this morning. Go ahead and do a new thing. You don't have to have the words. Come, Holy Spirit. Father, we take authority over cycles of sickness. We tell pain and disease to go in Jesus' name. Speak to the pain, speak to the condition, tell it to go. Thanks, Lord. Mm-hmm. All right, just check in with the person. See if anything's changed. That's okay. Check in. See if anything's changed. See if they see if the pain is gone. If it's something they can check, have them check it. Did, did anybody in the room get any relief? Yeah, look at that relief all over the room. <laughs> See? Yeah. That's really fun. Amen. That's so good. So we so we got some relief. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, Kevin, what kind of relief did you get? What was? Yeah. All right, Uncle Dick, you got some relief. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's what we need. Awesome. Thanks, Lord. Thanks, Lord. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. What's crazy is when you're, when you're sick, oftentimes when you come to church, you're walking into the cure, and you might be sitting right next to them. We, we have to create context. Uh, there's two things that, that lead to healing. Uh, number one, knowing that you're sick and that you need it. And number two, being honest about it. It's so simple. It's so simple. Yeah. Also, um, hey, um, this, is, this is another one of those things we need to, we need to be honest about this morning, if we can. Uh, who in the room is, is just broke as a joke? And I'm not talking about who could use more money. Like, that's everybody. But I'm talking about uh, you're broke as a joke, and not because you, like, swiped the credit card too many times on Christmas, but, like, things, this year has not been good to you. Anybody, anybody here need, like, need Jesus to help them, like, significantly with their dollars? Stand up. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Broke as a joke, needs Jesus to help them with their dollars. There we go. All right, everybody else. Get up, pray for them. Our Father has the, has the cattle on a thousand hills. Let's, let's begin to pray into that. Pray with passion. Father, turn the tides here. Father, we ask for a turning of the tides. Father, you're the Lord of the harvest. God, we ask that you would blow the winds of provision.
Thanks, Lord. Yeah, thanks, Lord. Amen. 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 That's good. That's good. More of that. More of whatever Brian has for him and everyone in the room. We'll take that. I think he's getting a deposit. Yeah. Uh, all right, we want to do this is sort of a two parter. Um, that's good. Hey, for everyone who just for everyone who just stood up because you, you need provision, will you stand back up? All right, all right, cool. Uh, here's what I want to do. Uh, this is really, this is really pathetic, in some ways, but it's it, it's actually important. Uh, everybody else in the room, uh, give them something. Give them some dollars. And here's the deal: the amount doesn't matter. Like, here's the deal: You're, most most of us in the room probably don't have the the money to to really give them what they need. It's not even about that. It's this is this is going to be a prophetic sign that the Lord's going to take care of you. All right. Now, this is not guilt or coercion. All right. I'm, if you don't want to give them something, don't. I'm just saying, if you can and you want to, and even if it's two dollars, give them two dollars. It's actually kind of important. Over here, ever, just find somebody in the room. Find somebody. It's actually kind of important. It's weird, but it's important. God's going to take care of you. I'll get involved in this. This is fun. This is how, this is how, there you go. And this is not meant to embarrass anybody. I know that's awkward and weird, but it's, that's not what it's about. All right, cool. Amen. 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 For everybody who just received something, the, the Lord is the Lord is telling you He's going to take care of you. And for everyone who just gave something, the Lord's inviting you into being a solution for people this year. All right, this is a this is a this is a big shift we have to take here at the church. Paul says something so interesting in Corinthians. By the way, I, I've always said that this church is the Corinthian church. We're the most we're the most gifted, loosest living church there is. We're, that's us. Of all of them, that's us. Most likely to be filled with the Spirit and other things. That's the vineyard. Anyway, however, Paul says something so interesting in the Corinthians uh, that's sort of a side window into what I, the, the point that I just want to make right here. Um, he, at one point, he's talking about how uh, the Corinthian church is... They're, they're going to court with one another. And he's saying, what the heck are you guys doing going to court? Can't some people in the church decide? All right. Well, slightly different but similar. 
what the heck are we doing going around needy? Can't the church provide? Like, this is one of the things the Lord wants to, he wants to shift this year. He wants to teach us how to, to care for one another. Um, and the Lord's going to do that. Awesome. Um, all right, we need some more, some more honesty. Um, we're going to be honest again here just for a minute. <laughs> Nothing works without honesty. Um, who, in here, who in here has been dealing with uh, disappointment, and discouragement and uh, depression. All right, stand up. Like you, you need to. Disappointment, discouragement, depression. Uh, maybe you, maybe you even take meds for it. Okay, if that's you, stand up. All right. All right. Everybody else knows what to do. Gather around these people. Uh, ask the war, ask the Lord for a word of encouragement. If that's you, stand. Hold your hand up so people know who you are. All right. Back here, somebody go, somebody get back here with Jonathan in the sound booth. Pray for him. Prophesy to these people. Right up here. No one's disengaged. Even if you don't know what you're doing, just find somebody and put your hand on them. That's how you, lo- that's how you learn in the kingdom. You learn by getting around it. All right, here's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to do, we're going to do 30 second prophetic words, okay? Um, Let's take 30 seconds. Let's ask the Lord for prophetic words and images. And then let's speak encouragement and pray. Lord, would you, would you give us encouraging words? Would you show us your opinion of these people right now? All right, as soon as you get it, begin to speak it. Take turns. Take turns. Hmm. Yeah, Father, we ask that you would invade the room with your opinion. That you would flood the room with your opinion. Even if you've never given a prophetic word, give one. Even if you don't know how, it doesn't matter. Just try. Thanks, Lord. Father, more. Come, Holy Spirit.
Come Holy Spirit. Now let's let's pray. I want you to speak to disappointment. I want you to pray and I want you to speak to discouragement and depression and I want you to tell it to go. A lot of times depression and discouragement is less event-based and it's a spirit and it has to go. We speak to depression. We speak to disappointment and discouragement and we command it to leave in the name of Jesus. Whether it's event-based or not, we command it to leave in the name of Jesus. We, we ask that the hope of Jesus would come and that it would fill these hearts. Joy in the name of Jesus. Laughter in the name of Jesus. Some of what Brian had in the name of Jesus. More. Yeah, amen. 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 Everybody having fun? Yeah, come on. This is what church is supposed to be like. All right, I got a word from the Lord, and I don't really even know what it means. I got this early in the week, and the uh, the Lord said that we're supposed to open doors and shut windows. I don't even know how we do that. <laughs> this is really great. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. Uh, my feeling... It, what, go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. Why don't you come, come on up, church lady. You can help me. Yeah. All right. So we're going to leave 2013 yeah, in 2013. The bad stuff. The bad stuff. Yeah. Anything that we've stepped over into, or maybe we've just touched, or maybe that's just weighed on us, maybe things that we've taken from other people. We just want to visually just close our eyes now. Hmm.
this morning. Thanks, Jesse. That was great. Thanks, Jesse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that feel better? Yeah. Yeah, we need to let go of some things. We need to open the door to the Lord in some things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There is grace here to let go. Actually, I think what, maybe what we need to do here on opening doors and shutting windows here just for one second, uh, I think we maybe not need to not move on just yet. I actually think uh, that some of us, actually, we're just all going to do this. Uh, why don't you find someone and tell them, uh, uh, tell them the door that you need the Lord to open and the window you need Him to shut. Let's do it. Everybody in here probably has some things they need to let go of. Uh, and some things they need the Lord to open. So let's 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 do that. Let's let's share that and let's ask the Lord. Uh, pray for one another, just real quickly. It can be really informal. Get with someone. It requires honesty. Go for it. Go for it. And you can walk right up to people you don't even know. You have permission. Father, we ask that you would open doors of opportunity, God, and we ask that you would shut windows of discouragement and disillusion. God, we ask that you would shut windows of toxic relationships.
more, Lord. Jesus. 30 more seconds. Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, a lot of us in the room probably need to, uh, I, I don't know if you guys like keep journals or you write things or anything. If you don't, you should. It's a really great way to see what God's doing in your life over time. But um, you need to write down, uh, even this afternoon or before the week goes by, uh, just, just write it down. Lord, here's what I'd like you to shut and here's what I'd like you to open. Just make it a, make it a bit of prayer and and uh, especially when it comes to open, open, open doors for, of opportunity this year, let's begin to pray into that. Write it down and begin to pray into it all year long. You'll be surprised what the Lord will do. He's fantastic at opening doors and avenues. He's incredible at that. You guys are not bored, are you? Okay, good. We have, we have one more thing we need to do, at least. Uh, we, need to, we need to do some proclamation this morning. That's just that's just fancy church word for Shaba. <laughs> we, we need we need to do we just we're gonna we're gonna do some some prophetic ministry over our region for a little bit. Hey Stephen, won't you come up? Stephen doesn't even know I was gonna do this. Stephen's gonna begin by prophesying over Campbellsville, and then <laughs> this is my favorite thing to do. And if you would like to come and, 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 and proclaim a word over Campbellsville or our region, why don't you come on up? Just line up right here beside Stephen. Come on. Uh, here's what you're not allowed to do. Uh, you're not going to hold the microphone, I am. Um, you're not allowed to preach. No preaching. We're just, we're just going to do some declaring. And, and don't hog the microphone. Give everybody a chance. Is that okay? Anybody else? Come on. This, what will happen is, yeah, come on. There you go. That's more like it. We need some girls. Where are the girls at? Girls, can, girls are allowed. Goodness gracious. No pressure. Man, I just say that this year will be a year that the Lord comes closer. Yeah. This will be a year that the Lord comes sweeter. Yeah. 
I said that this will be a year that all the things, all the anxieties that have been in this year will roll off your back this year. <laughs> I just say that the power of the Spirit will come this year. Yeah. It'll fall on deaf ears. It'll fall on just closed hearts. And I say that closed hearts will be open. Yeah. Deaf ears will be open. Blind eyes will be open. Yeah. People will become alive this year to the Spirit in yeah. this town. I just say that this church will bring life into this town. And I just say that the spirit will fall over this town mm-hmm. and that life will begin to flow out of people. Life will begin to flow out of the schools. Yeah. Life will begin to flow out of the other churches. Mm-hmm. I just say that life of the spirit and yeah. just openness to the spirit. Yeah. Just the fruits of the spirit yeah. will begin to flow from people. And people won't understand what it is at first. And then the Lord will start to give revelation to what it is. Amen. And I just say the Lord will reveal itself to people this year in Taylor County. Amen. It'll go from Campbellsville into Taylor County, and from Taylor County, it'll spread into surrounding counties. Yeah. And I just says that this is the heart of Kentucky. Yeah. And that from the heart of Kentucky, this will be birthed mm-hmm. in the, the state of Kentucky and the nation. Yeah. Even the nation, all over the, the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> I just say that the whole world will begin to know world. the Lord better. I like that, the whole world. We'll begin to know the Lord better, and we'll begin to yeah. see the revelation of the Lord that started here in Campbellsville. Amen. 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 I decree signs and wonders and miracles over Camelsville and Taylor yeah. County and over the region that we live in. Yes. And I decree, yeah. Father, that this city, mm-hmm. this region that we live in is going to become pregnant mm-hmm. with signs, wonders, and miracles. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Man, Camelsville is going to get known this year. Like, yeah. we're Goshen, we're safe, and we're going to become a magnifying glass of what the true kingdom looks like yeah. in business and in church and Amen. in family and in people. Amen. Healing's going to be just as normal as as being sick. Mm-hmm. Amen. What a great word. Yeah, that was Somebody should Lord. write that down. That surprised me. <laughs> Where did that come I from? I love those ones. Oh, man. Amen. I think that's it. Good. Yeah, this year is going to be the year where everyone comes to the table. Mm. Like the family members that you don't have hope for anymore, they're coming yeah. back. <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, like the table's going to be full this year. You're going to have to add chairs this year. Yeah. And, um, like, there's going to be hearts set free. Like, mm-hmm. like there's going to be stuff broken off this year that people's been trapped in for years. Mm-hmm. And this is also a year of favor over addiction, mm-hmm. over pornography and homosexuality. The Lord's bringing breakthrough this year. Come on. This is the year for it. And yeah. uh, areas that people's been blinded in, this is the year for it to be broken off in the name of Jesus. I just proclaim that. And I just speak it over people, that even, even people that are, like, 15 years old. I just speak it over them right now and just speak uh, identity and destiny this year. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And I just declare that this next year is going to be a year of hope for Campbellsville. Yeah. And that there will just be a fresh infilling of hope and yeah. it will just be overflowing from everyone who comes around here and that Amen. people wouldn't even understand it. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I just declare that the creative spirit of the Lord is going to be released in this church and in this community and the insecurities of people's gifting and creative spirits are going to be released. Amen. Yeah, I believe that this is going to be the year when we stop wearing lots of different hats, that we only have one hat, and that's the kingdom of heaven, and we wear that hat whether we're behind the register or whether we're doing our job or whether we're behind a shovel or whatever we're doing. We all have one hat, the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Yeah, more unity, less dysfunction in in families, as as Sammy Joe mentioned, but also in in this city, in in, uh, politics, in in, uh, churches, everything. More unity, less dysfunction. Yeah. This bounces back to Adam's word of opening doors and closing windows. 
I seen a thief come through a black window, mm -hmm. and I do believe that it's representing he's coming into families and places that they don't realize he's coming through, yeah. and things making things just disappear out of complete randomness. So I closed the window over Camelsville and opened the doors of opportunity. Yeah. yeah. The spirit of, spirit of uh, poverty is going to be broken off. Mm -hmm. People are going to realize that they are sons and daughters, yeah. brothers and sisters of a God that has everything Amen. and that he wants to pour it out. So the spirit of poverty mm -hmm. is going to be broken off. Amen. I just declare over Campbellsville and Taylor County that you are beautiful, yeah. you are desirable, and yeah. I just say that now is the time to know your Father's heart for you. Amen. 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 Isn't that fun? Yeah. Here's why that's so important. Because um, in the kingdom... Everything begins with the word. There was, there was no planet until the Lord said, let there be planets. There was no light until the Lord said, there be light. Let there be light. And there'll be no hope in Campbellsville. There'll be no prosperity. And there'll be no signs of the kingdom until we say there is. So, some of you may be that, that was really weird. No, it's actually more weird not to do it. <laughs> like we... Actually, what, what Campbellsville, Taylor County, and, and Kentucky doesn't know is that we, we just shot some stuff out. And now it's going to hit in the ground and it'll start growing up. You wait and see. Yeah, so weird. Hmm. So right. Awesome. Um, all the words were good. Sammy Joe's word was really good. Uh, the truth is, some of, you, some of us in the room actually do need to buy some new tables and new chairs in our houses. You need to add a couple chairs for people who you think are gone. Go ahead and just buy the chair and put it at the table. Just, just go ahead and do it. Like the person that you think is gone forever or has written you out, go ahead and buy the chair and put it at your table. And if anybody asks you what chair it is, just tell them it's, it's John's chair. You'll be surprised. John will probably be there before the end of the year. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, why don't y'all stand up? That was really fun. Yay. Yay. Father, we love you this morning. Father, thanks for everything that you kicked off, put into motion this morning. Father, we, uh, we want to be exactly what your scripture and your word says that we are. Father, we want to, this year, we want to exemplify that when we get together, we have everything that we need. Father, I, right now I ask that you would awaken in this church even more gifts of the Spirit, uh, works of the ministry, um, Father, we, we, I just take authority over right now uh, a disabling uh, spirit, a disabling mindset, a, a spectator spirit that rests on this church at times and rests on your church at large. God, and we, we, we're going to shake that off this year. And Father, I ask that you would raise up a church that has in its heart the knowledge that uh, the church is the place that we come to give. That we always have something to give. We always have something to give. Father, I ask that you would fill us with words and gifts and presence and presence 
filled with your spirit. Hmm. In the name of Jesus, amen. Give somebody a high five and a hug. Have a coffee. Amen.